You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And that means... Smith has won the 150th Open. He is the champion golfer of the year. Oh, it's the line that every golfer wants to hear, the champion golfer of the year. Of course, the 150th, as we heard just then, what a memorable day for Australia, and especially Cam Smith, the golfer, not the rugby league player. When we woke up this morning, if you didn't wake up last night to watch him go around in the final 18 holes of the British Open, Cam Smith wins the 150th Open. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And what a what a great day for Australian sport. Um, alongside some other great performances over the weekend with Round 18 of the Rugby League. Badge, welcome to the show. What a what a morning to wake up to. G'day, Sats. Yeah, amazing news. I didn't hear it straight up. Um, it took me a couple of hours to tune into what was going on. I couldn't believe it. He was, uh, was he four shots behind overnight? He yeah. had that bit of a struggle on the third round. Took a couple of risks that uh, one in particular didn't pay off and he got a double bogey. So I thought, geez, he's going to have to do something special to win this. But Rory McIlroy seemed to be um, just on fire. He ended up coming third, McIlroy, a couple of shots, shots back. Cameron Young from the States, he was he was second, a shot behind um, our man, Cam Smith. But uh, wonderful, wonderful to see um, such a uh, budding star come through. A record-breaking 64, best score by a champion ever in the history of the British Open or the Open, a bogey-free round on the last day. What? As well, simply amazing. And cool? in a maroon and white shirt on the final oh. day. Will that become like Tiger's red shirt on the final day? We might For all Queenslanders, it will. Absolutely. And on the, I hope he keeps wearing it. 24 hours after, also, Batch, probably less than 24 hours after, Cam Smith, the rugby league player, gets a grandstand named after him at Amy Park as well. So it's all what? about the Cams. Yeah. Has he? Yeah, as of yesterday, they, they launched it yesterday. You sure they weren't naming it after the golfer? No, they may have. They should have named it after the Raiders players after their great upset. Uh, they go four for, four in a row now at Amy mm-hmm. Park in Melbourne. And round 18, it did. It threw up some upsets. Uh, great individual performances as well. Of course, the Wallabies badge beaten in the third and deciding game at the SCG by the Poms. Yes. Shattered they are. And coached by an Aussie, Eddie Jones. And also the defence coach is another Aussie, well-known to a lot of us, Anthony Seabold. He's the defence coach of the English Rugby Union side. He's going to join us on Sports Day oh, great. a little bit later on as well. We've got the I Kia learned, Top 7. Yeah, I learned something the other day. What's I that? interviewed Wendell Saylor at a State of Origin uh, lunch mm-hmm. on the day of the game. And his best mate and godfather of his uh, one of his children, Wendell's, is uh, Anthony Seabold. Really? Kai, came through wow. together. Played all the juniors together, best mates, and uh, I had no idea. I knew that they that Seebs came up down to uh, the Broncos did, at the same yeah. time, mm. but I uh, didn't realise. So um, yeah, because Wendell's a, what he's a Serena boy, isn't he? Just 
Serena, yeah, sorry, Serena. Just yeah, but it's not far from Mackay, is it? So they would have run into each other quite a fair bit through representative sides as well. I remember watching Wendell as a 16-year-old wearing headgear, playing on the wing for Capricornia, I think it was. He could fit headgear on yeah, with all yeah, that hair that he had back <laughs> What? Then. And Anthony Seabold, I remember, I remember watching him as well as a, as a front rower coming through the through the ages. Now, yeah, he's going to join us on Sports Day to talk about the English Rugby Union. So also yeah. the transfer of... Both sports and the coaching and the high performance, how how different is it? Significant or is it is it all the same? Chris Nelson's gonna join us join us also from Racing Queensland. And on the weekend, if you didn't catch up with the Host Plus Cup, just remember it is back bigger and better than ever in twenty twenty two. The Queensland's Premier Rugby League competition, that is the Host Plus Cup. Now, if you get hold of us on Sports Day QLD on Twitter at Sports Day QLD and also via text zero four five seven seven three six 736, this is Badge and Sats for Kia, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Sports Day, Sports Update. Yeah, before we get to an NRL update, uh, let's get to a sports update and all thanks to the Cancer Council. It's all about Cam Smith and the British Open win and I know that all the listeners have probably heard Pretty much every storyline throughout the day, and you're on your way home at the moment. So I suppose the most important question in our sports update badge with Cam Smith is, yeah, how's he going to celebrate? Because it's going to be a fair celebration, you'd think. He seems like a pretty relaxed sort of guy. Be underway now. It's still underway, wouldn't it? You'd think well, so. Well, what, 12, 14 hours ago? He'd be well into it. Something like that. Well, he'd, be, he'd be full into this it. Was, yeah. th- he was asked about how many beers he could possibly have tonight involving the, the claret jug as well. Tonight with the claret jug. <laughs> I'm definitely going to find out how many beers fit in this thing, that's for sure. You sit outside, you can have a few beers tonight and fill the cup. Have you <laughs> estimated how many beers it's going to take in there to, uh, to drink it all? I'm going to guess two. Yeah. Two cans of beer. How I'm many more guess. will you have after that? Uh, I'll probably have about... 20 claret jugs. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that mullet about now would just be in all sorts. Of, they'd be all over the all over the shop. I wonder if he's got his supply of Forex <laughs> or Great Northern. Something over there. Something was he, lo- he. He loves the Forex product, doesn't he? Yeah. He's always said that. He's a mad Queensland fan and Broncos supporter as well. Uh, but yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, do you know what, Badge? You know what really annoyed me? In the post-conference of the Open, obviously they're interviewing the the champion, and still a journo had to ask him about the live tournaments, about no. whether he's going to be part of this Australian team that Greg Norman wants to put together, spearheaded oh. by Cam Smith and also uh, Adam Scott. This is how he responded. Cam, apologies for having to bring this up in these circumstances, but your name continues to be mentioned, has been mentioned to, to me this week about uh, live golf. Um, what's your position? Are you interested? Is there any truth to suggestions that you might be signing? I just won the British Open and you're asking about that. I think that's pretty, not that good. I appreciate that, but it's the, the question is still there. Are you interested at all? Is there any truth in that? Uh, I don't know, mate. The, my team around me worries about all that stuff. I'm here to win golf tournaments. Seriously, do you think the journo was really sorry, Badge? <laughs> no, no, but he might have been told. He's told by his yeah. editor to ask mm. or something. Like, oh, come Let on. Let him celebrate. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and I hope he doesn't go. I mean, it's, it, it'd be a shame. I understand this thing, this live golf thing, purely because of money it could get, um, it could take over, it could get out of control, it could 
It could be the new tour in a few years' time. But mm. let him just celebrate winning the, op- the Open. I, you know what I love about that, Sats? Because Americans think they, they run the world and they win the World Series and everything. And the Open Championship basically is they say, well, this is the, this is the, the championship. Mm. Nothing to do with the Masters or the go- US Open or PGA. It's the championship of golf because that's the home of golf, the, yeah. historically the home of golf. And it was at St. Andrews. Wow, what a... Yeah, it'll be, you know, I can't imagine him achieving anything greater than oh, that. Oh, it's amazing. You know, on the outside looking in, we all think that the green jacket of the Masters is the one they all pine for, and it is aesthetically. It looks they outstanding. Do, yeah. But you talk to all of the golfers that are on tour, some of the golfers, if you do, fortunate enough, are fortunate enough to talk to one of them, they all want to win the Open because it's it's where our history in, in golf began 150 years ago. So... Yeah, that's our sports update, thanks to the Cancer Council. Now, let's uh, get an NRL update from round 18 and the results. Brought to you by Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand badge. And it kicked off on Friday night, doubleheader on Friday night, no Thursday night game. Sharkies, 26, too good for the Cowboys. And uh, Cowboys still had a few out, but they, they rested a lot, of their, a lot of their origin stars, bar Tommy Gilbert, who backed up. Yeah, you, you, you called this game, Sats. I, I yeah. um. I thought the Cowboys were right into this up to their necks until there was a, a disallowed try to, uh, to Jason Tamalolo, mm. which I thought was just – at the time I thought, that that's not right. No, I don't know not. what's been said about it since because the support player, Reese Robson, he – he was he he was, he never obstru- he wasn't there to obstruct. He was just there to support. Exactly, Jason and Tamalolo, a player ran into it? him. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, then but then the uh, the 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 Sharks clocked up a couple more, and they were very good. Um, so good on them, the Sharks. That uh, that put them right up there, didn't it? Into um, into third spot now. Yeah, they went up the other end of the field after that disallowed try to Taumalolo and and scored another try. And uh, it was one of the worst games I think I've ever, we've ever called. Honestly, it was a horrible game to try and call. They've had some bad ones. Oh, it was terrible. Now Broncos versus Titans Saturday night. I've got to say, I went along to see bus with my wife and my and daughter, and just sat in the in the crowd to to watch this game. Thoroughly enjoyed it, where we didn't have any responsibilities at all around radio. And uh, JoJo was that a better standard that game? It was actually a, yeah, a lot better stand. I thought the Broncos did enough to win, obviously. Titans, they tried really, really hard. They had a try disallowed to Philip Sami that probably would have won the game for them. But young Jojo Fafita, badge, he made his debut. He was only 18 years of age. Is he? Sorry. Is he David's cousin? No. Right? Well, no I, don't, I don't know about cousin. I don't know about right. cousin. But okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So you were saying he was pretty good, Sats. So I didn't see the game. I was yeah, a, he was. I was at a big bad. fundraiser at the uh, convention centre on Saturday night, which was... Uh, which is quite amazing for um, the Small Steps for Hannah Foundation. So I miss those. So I've, I've sort of caught up just watching the highlights, but you never really get the full feel for a game unless you're watching it live or you, or you, you watch the whole game back. So, yeah, he, um, yeah, apparently he went pretty well. And Titans, um, I, I, there's been a lot of pressure on Justin Holbrook, and apparently they put in a good performance. They did. They put in a good performance. And the Broncos now, they've moved towards a, a top four position in this back half of the season with – Melbourne Storm getting beaten, badged by your Raiders, 20 what to 16. What about that? Yeah. Yes, they played really they, – they actually got the best – the only – I think the only club with a positive record in Melbourne against the Storm. So they um, – and, and once again – there. Yeah, yeah, once again they did it. So, yeah, Broncos have got themselves level uh, on 24 points with fourth-placed Melbourne. Yep. Broncos and Parramatta are all on – 24. So, you know, you basically – you could say they're, they're equal fourth. Um, four and against puts them 
a fair way behind the Melbourne Storm. Uh, but yeah, they they're uh, they're going well. Yeah, Richmond they are so much better. And, and eleven wins now. Uh, I was reading is more than the last two seasons combined. Yeah, it's gr- it's great to That's see. Crazy. And they did they did rest they did rest all their like Carrigan didn't play, Cobbo didn't play. Um, yeah, they Kate rest, well. Yeah, Kate. Well, they rested a lot of their Origin players as well. So, um, earlier a lot of the uh, a lot of the reserves forwards got a lot of time on the weekend, which is what what they want um, going into the going into the finals. Now, badge. Before we get to the break, try July best try celebration. Uh, there's a lot of selfies with the, using the ball as the camera. I, I saw that Alex Johnston, Sir Alex Johnston, he got knighted yeah, by someone. So, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a few around. Did you see Billy Army? Big, yeah, big Billy yeah. Army drinking a carver. <laughs> Sitting his down feet, with his legs crossed. Yeah, it's outstanding. Beautiful. I love, love Troy July. Yeah, that was round 18 for the NRL. A couple of upsets there. I think most notably the the Raiders over top of the, the storm. So, um, also, one we didn't get to, and we don't have enough time to, but the Roosters... Scoring 50 against the Dragons. A lot of pressure mm. on Anthony Griffin now for more reports. They've got the worst defensive record in the St. George Illawarra Dragons history since 1999 up to this point. It's the really? most amount of points they've conceded. Yeah. What? Ooh, that's not Disappointing. Good. Yeah, thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. 21 years in a row. Let's get to a break with Badge and Sats on Sports Day for the Kia EV6 and Sportage voted Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. Now on Sports Day, time for the Kia Top 7. The biggest moments from the weekend in sport for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. That went off a little bit early twice then. (laughs) (laughs) But there were... Twice in 30 seconds, that's that's some sort of record even for you. Yeah, exactly. A lot of great performances over the weekend, uh, of course, in the NRL, but most importantly... Um, our number one in the Kia Top 7, it's pretty obvious, but to start off number yeah. seven, the Roosters with a big win against the Dragons, and Joey Manu was outstanding. Bradley floats it out the back to Walker, Crichton, oh, brilliant work. That was a moan, just dragged him down. Now out of dummy half go, the Roosters, they're looking to get it down, they did. Who else? Joey Manu. He scored two tries today, and they've gone on tally of two metres. Joey Manu actually had a cramp in his calf and then mm. took off again, broke through the line, put a grubber across... For another try for the Roosters. A lot of people said he was faking it, but yeah, you know, it was no, he went crap. off after that yeah, for a he bit. did too. Number six, uh, badge. Number six, we're going to have a chat to uh, assistant coach for the England team, Anthony Seabold, soon, but he, he was involved in this uh, this this win and the Poms too good for the Wallabies. Corey Mbete bounces away from one and then sends a beautiful ball away. It's on here for Australia. Right looking for what? Back to Yeah, 21-17. And Suliasi yeah. Vunavalu got, what, four minutes for his first Wallaby cap? Yeah, four minutes off yeah. the bench. Oh, it counts. Yeah, absolutely. Number five in the Kia top seven, Manly. Well, they say good night. <laughs> Into the pouring hole. He comes to Saab. Young chasing. Can't angle tap him. And Saab scores to put the Seagulls back in front. Garvey Cherry Evans and I Gary, get it. Ruben Garrick are great. I got it. What do you get? Good night, good night, not okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. clever! Uh, it was a really good game on uh, on Friday night. The first one up in Townsville, uh, and the Sharkies came home strong at the end to show that they are dead set title contenders. 
Again here, Katoa goes straight, straight through the middle, through. over the halfway oh, line. There's no one at home. He's going to race away and score. Tabuay Fadeh chasing, felt chasing. They won't get there. Katoa scores on the back of the mistake from Chad Townsend. It was one of the worst games to watch. <laughs> and even, <laughs> it was horrible to call. Hey, Badge, number three in the Kia Top 7. I'm going to let you do this because this is a great victory for the Raiders. Oh, it was. That's, uh, and they've got a really good record down in Melbourne. I, unfortunately, didn't even pick them in my footy tips, the Raiders. But, uh, yeah, another win against the Storm at Amy Park. A special one. Starling. Now Fogarty. Elliott. Tomoko. Here he is. Schiller. Puts in a little kick. He might regather. Oh, yeah. Oh. That was an outstanding try from young James Schiller. Only a, a while before he'd scored his first ever try in the NRL. That was a, uh, it was a absolute cracker, that one. And, and they're still know, alive, um, the Raiders? Yeah. He's the nephew uh, of? Of Mullows. Brett Mullins. Mullins. Yeah. Is he as mad as Brett Mullins? I wouldn't know. You can't Hope not. Be. No, you could, couldn't be. God. He's three weeks back, Latrell Mitchell, with the Rabbits, and he was on fire for the Bunnies in their win against the Bulldogs. He looked left, and then he wants to go back right. Damn it. Oh, oh. no look pass. Latrell's there. Oh. Steps out of one. Ilias is there. Goes to the Fox. Oh. Pushed away from the Fox. <laughs> Got away from Avarillo. All the great players make you look like a different side, don't they, Badge? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and he is outstanding, as we all know. And number one in the Kia Top 7 has to be uh, the moment that uh, stopped Australia early this morning. Cameron Smith, Brizzy Boy, winning the British Open Championship. And that means... Cam Smith won the 150th Open. He is the champion golfer of the year. It was all very uneventful, wasn't it? Because you think as a golfer, you want to be able to putt in and put your club up and celebrate with your caddy, but he was already in the he was already in the 19th doing his scorecard and Rory McIlroy had to basically, I think, get an eagle or a birdie to, to even come up next to him. So it was all very yeah. uneventful for Cam Smith, wasn't it? Oh, he don't mind. He wouldn't <laughs> mind at all. Last thing you want to do is have to go into a playoff, I suppose. I know. True. But, uh, yeah, he's got ice in his veins, hasn't he, Cam Smith? This is Sports Day with Bads and Sats, and that was your Kia Top 7 for the Kia EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the Year coming up next. We're going to catch up with England Rugby Union Assistant Coach Anthony Seabold. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. Yeah, welcome back to the show, and uh, it's a pleasure to have this man on Sports Day, and we know him very well in the NRL, a very good coach, a great man as well, a great rugby league man, and he's plying his trade now also in rugby union. That man is the defensive coach, part of the coaching team of Eddie Jones with the touring English rugby union side. That man is Anthony Seabold. How are you, Seabs? Yeah, good chats. Um, yeah, good to chat to you and, and Badge. Yeah, no, it's great to have you on. So, you know, immediately after that great win on, on Saturday night for England against Australia at the SCG, which has been a, a number of years as the test has been played there. So um, after coming back from 1-0 down, it must have been very satisfying for yourself and, uh, and Eddie and co. Yeah, it's really good too, mate. It's actually you know, the, the second time in, in England's history that they've actually come out to Australia and and won a, a, a three-test match series. So, um, you know, like obviously a, a really good result for for, um, for the entire squad. And it was a lot of hard work, mate. As you said, we got beaten 30 points to 28 over in Perth in the first test. So, um, yeah, the team was under, you know, quite a bit of pressure. And I thought, you know, they did a really good job, um, particularly physically, mate, in the last two tests. 
I know you've got to be in the moment. You've got to enjoy the moment because there's been so much preparation going in to beating the Wallabies on, on home soil. But do you get mixed emotions, Seeds, when you sit back and you let it all digest when you're coaching against Australia and, and you win such an important series? Yeah, man, I've got to say, so it's, a, it's a little bit surreal. Um, you know, like obviously the three-match tour, you know, you see plenty of family and friends, um, you know, on this tour, you know, um, I had some, some friends and family come over to Perth and then obviously Brisbane and Sydney, um, you yeah, know, a number of my family and friends come to the games there. So it's a little bit surreal. It goes against your own country. But I think um, it's four tests now that um, have been part of the, the team that have played against Australia and, um, probably, I think the first, you know, this was the first time it happened, which was over in Twickenham in, uh, you know, last November. That's when it probably felt the, the most strange, you know, particularly when the national anthem come on and you see all the, the green and the gold in the in the stadium, um, along with the, all the English supporters. But, um, you know, as you know, mate, like it's, um, you know, I'm been really privileged to be Eddie's assistant coach. Um, you know, England rugby have got a really proud sort of uh, history and long history, so. Um, yeah, just for those games, mate. Obviously, I cheer for Australia and everything else, but in those games, mate, obviously, um, yeah, like, you know, I'm 100% in the feelings too. Well, I think Sats was being nice then. That was his nice way of saying he thinks you're a bit of a traitor, Seebs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going, he's going along with that bloke that heckled. Geez, <laughs> exactly. he fired up. He fired up, Eddie, didn't he? Uh, yeah, mate. Look, you know, look, it was a fantastic venue. You know, obviously, the new stadium wasn't quite open, so. You know, having the game at the SCG, like there's so much history there, isn't there? You know, across rugby mm. league, rugby in the past, um, and obviously, you know, cricket. Um, so to have sort of Australia being on there, you know, it was a, it's a really good setting. But we did cop a little bit of flack, I've got to say, um, walking up and down the, the, the members' grandstand, going to the coaches' box, um, you know, both before the game at halftime and then after the game. Um, you know, I see the, the, the head of Australian rugby's come out and sort of ridiculed some of the, the supporters there. Look, it, you know, it wasn't really even in, in good good fun you know some of the things that were said but um yeah it is what it is and um yeah Eddie to obviously um fired back there um you know on that on one of the particular occasions but um most of it was in good fun but there was you know a couple just probably went a little bit over the top you just borrowed, you loaned him that flak jacket that you are uh, you were wearing when you were coaching the Broncos <laughs> mate you know you know there's yeah. people out there that aren't aren't happy with everything now Tell us about, you've told me before about your role. I'm not sure if it's still the same uh, as part of Eddie Jones' coaching staff, um, being the, looking at it somewhat, somewhat from a rugby league point of view. Is it is it still the same, Seebs? Um, so that's sort of, you know, it's changed quite a bit since I've been in full-time uh, badge. When, when I first left the Broncos, Eddie was sort of, he contacted me, asked me to, to come on board uh, to do some special projects for, for, for him and, and the team. I did that remotely. So for a, a probably the best part of six months or seven months, mate, I was sort of just looking at it with the rugby league coaches. Oh, you know, he's having me look at some of their attack and so on. Um, and, you know, just like he, he obviously got a really curious sort of mindset and he just wanted to see what I was sort of seeing there. Since I come on full time, which was last September, um, September 1st last year, um, so I'm, I'm looking after our defence. So I, I look after the team defence badge and also the position, positional group that I look after is the outside back. So, um, yeah, so really enjoying both those sort of roles. But, yeah, you're right, mate. Initially, before I went on full-time, I was looking at it from a rugby league perspective and it seems there's anything that we sort of could take from, from league and, and mm. um, transfer across to rugby. Talking about, I'm, I'm always really interested, Seebs, in, in the styles of coaching, as you are. You know, you're primarily a rugby league man, but first and foremost, you're a coach. So 
when you look at coaching philosophies and styles of coaching, spending so much time with Eddie Jones now, how would you describe his style of coaching? Well, to start with, Zach, like he's world class. You know, you don't coach at international level across a number of different teams for as long as he had or he has. Um, you know, if you if you you're not world class, so you know he's world class. And, and there's a couple of things that stand out. Um, you know, one is his curiosity to get better um, and, to, and to learn. So you know, he's constantly looking to to, to get better, constantly looking to I suppose uh, get a competitive advantage. You know, from the coaching processes and, and like you know the, the amount of um, a different, I suppose, experts in the field that we get exposure to in, in this environment has been, um, it has been second to none, you know, in my experience. But, you know, very hardworking years, you know, not dissimilar to, to you know, somebody like Craig Bellamy, who, who I worked for for a couple of years um, at the Melbourne Storm. You're very hardworking, very curious, uh, really thorough, in and around, um, you know, what, what he does, Eddie. And um, like I said, I think he's the most winning coach in, mm. in England's um, in, in rugby history. So, at different times, as all coaches do, um, you know, he, he, he has you know copped some criticism, but um, you know, the as I said, you know, only twice in, in England's history have they come out to Australia and won three test series, and Eddie's been the head coach both times. So, um, yeah, look, we're we're heading in the right direction. It's about twelve or thirteen months until the the uh, the preparation starts for the World Cup and. They'll come around pretty quick, but um, yeah, it's, it's been really enjoyable to work for. The athletes different, Seebs, in rugby union as opposed to league. Uh, in some ways, they are. I think you know the outside backs um, that we have are very similar to the outside backs in, in rugby league um, with regards to the GPS data sets. You know, so the high speed running that they do, the metres per minute that they do, um, and sort of total total distance etc. in games is is very comparable to 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 um, to to uh, rugby league, where it is a little bit different, mate, is ball and play time. So, you know, at the moment, um, average test rugby ball and play somewhere around about 35, 36 minutes, which um, is quite significantly lower than rugby league. You know, in the NRL, it's somewhere between 55 and 58 minutes ball and play time. So the ball in play is, is, is quite different, but the athletes are, are very, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of contra- contrasting body shapes in rugby union and, their roles are very specific to the position that they play. So there's a lot of contests in the game. That's the one thing I have noticed. So it's the the uh, the ball and play is not as high, but yeah, there's a lot of every every you know every ruck's a contest, and uh, that becomes quite physical. So um, yeah, it's been really intriguing to get to know the game. Um, as I said, I've been doing this full time now for for ten months, and um, it's been really enjoyable challenge, coaching challenge. Jeeves, did you have any rugby union background before this? You know, have and, and have you got a new appreciation for the game being involved with um, you know such a, a world class team? Yeah, well, firstly, um, I mean, I mean, my association as a kid was you know, I, like I played at school, but you know, predominantly Grant Rockhampton. It's a big rugby league area, um, but um, one of the schools I went to, um, St Joseph CBC and Rocky, it had rugby union in, in term three, rugby league term two. So we all played rugby league and rugby union at school, but. Yeah, predominantly uh, my experience with rugby union prior to this is, is doing a whole heap of shared learning with different coaches. Um, so in all the different environments I've worked in, we've had uh, international and super rugby coaches and English premiership coaches um, come into the environment, spend you know weeks at a time and so on. So I've got a lot of um, you know relationships in rugby through that shared learning. I did go over in 2018 and spend 10 days with Gregor Towns of Scotland Rugby. Um, the end of 2018, Gregor asked me to come across and do a consultancy 
uh, in and around looking at their coaches and so on. So I did that, but this is the first time um, that you know, you know, it's, it's been my main role, and um, and it's been really enjoyable. As I said, I didn't realise you know how big rugby union is outside of Australia. Like every test we've played at Twickenham, we've had. 82,000 people there. Um, we played, you know, France and Paris and the Six Nations. There was 81,000 people there, full house. And so it's, it's, it's big news over in Europe, uh, Bads, but this is my first sort of, um, you know, full-time coaching role. And, um, yeah, as I said, I've been doing it for about 10 months and we've had three campaigns. And we've won seven from, from 11 tests so far. So it's been, um, you know, we've been making some small strides. Geez, I could see a pay rise coming, mate. You're back into contract negotiations after the, after the big win. <laughs> They'd be pretty happy with what you guys have done. No, no. <laughs> well, no, we're really gritty, mate. You know, that's the thing I was most pleased with, you know, because, um, you, you know, you've been on tours, um, you know, bad yourself. It's it's hard to go away as a touring team. But one thing it does, it brings it close together, you know. So mm. the, the 36 players that come out of here, mate, had a fantastic experience on and off the field. You know, we were lucky enough to get the result. It was a close series and you've got to give, you know, in all of his credit, they had some, some challenges along the way as well with regards to injuries and so on. But... Um, yeah, we're really happy. And, uh, yeah, where I'm at, mate, look, I've, I've signed through to the World Cup, which is, as I said, next year in France. And, um, yeah, I'll, um, you know, I'll give wow. everything I've got until then and then um, have a look at what's next, mate. Yeah, yeah you got pretty pretty busy until then, of course. And if and when you get a chance, Seebs, back in the NRL, if, if that's your desire, would you see yourself transferring a lot of those skills that you've learnt in rugby union that could be transferable across the league? I certainly think, you know, from a coaching process perspective, um, SAS, like, I, you know, I feel as I've been in some really good environments in the past and I've done some things, you know, well when I was head coach and certainly did some things that, um, you know, didn't go well as also. But that's all part of the learning experience, isn't it? You know, so I feel like I'm a much rounded, more rounded coach, you know, having spent some time away from rugby league and, um, and, and working with some elite coaches, you know, so the coaching staff I'm with, you know, we've got a South African coach who was part of the World Cup winning Springboks in 2019. We've got, um, you know, an English, ex-English premiership winning coach who won, um, you know, five premierships for the Leicester Tigers. And, and obviously, um, you know, Eddie Jones, he's, um, you know, his record speaks for itself. So the people I'm exposed to, um, and even just, you know, putting yourself in that sort of, I suppose, uncomfortable situation of of working with players from a different country in a different sport, it's... It's um, you know you, you've got to you, you've got to prove yourself in that environment. So, so it's it's I've got you know a lot of learnings and um, but you know I love rugby league. You know when I'm home I'm you know I've been watching every game and um, you know took the boys to the State of Origin over in Perth there and the Second Origin and um, yeah so I mean I'm I'm obviously a, uh, I still love rugby league but you know coaching at the moment for me is at international level with England. And, um, one day I'll come back I'm sure. Great to see, great to see you going going well, Steve's, Because you know, after the Broncos and the fans sunk the boot into you so badly, mate. It's uh, it's good to know you're going well. And your your big mate Wendell Saylor gave you a big rap. I spoke to him during the week. I didn't realise you guys were, uh, were 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 really close mates. So uh, he gave you a big rap. Hey, I want to just say Cameron Smith wins the Open overnight. Amazing, and he's celebrating. Uh, you know, into the night with his with the claret jug full with uh, hopefully with forex. How did you guys celebrate that uh, that great victory on the other night? Yeah, well, mate, the boys did celebrate, and um, you know, it's been a long you know. So for some of those players, Baz, they've been playing for thirteen months, you know. So um, you know, the boys did have a long celebration. Most of them were back on on the flight back to London Sunday afternoon. But oh. um, as you do these days, mate, you know, you, you got to make sure that um, you look after the players. So. Um, you know, they hired out a private venue and, um, 
you know, made sure the guys were sort of, um, you know, looked after and so on. From from a coaching perspective, mate, we didn't celebrate too much. We sort of had a coach meeting until, um, I don't know, about one o'clock that night, just sort of reviewing the tour and the game. And then um, we're actually down in Melbourne this week doing some, some PD as a coaching staff. So um, we'll get a chance to sort of um, have a break at the end of this week. And um, But yeah, mate, it was, a, it was a great tour. You know, you know what tour is like, guys. So, it's a great mm. tour and uh, coming back from one nil down. Look, for, for our group, it was a it was a really good achievement. Yeah, visiting Storm Demons, Carlton, who've had a great improvement this this year as well. Sebs, um, one big question before we let you go: Are you drinking a lot more tea now that you're coaching England? <laughs> Mate, you know what? I've, I've, I've had a few uh, English breakfast teas in my time over there, Sats, which is. Which is uh, quite funny, mate, because uh, I've never really been a big, big tea drinker. Like Ted Lasso, hates his tea. Day with tea. Mate, exactly. <laughs> exactly, mate. Well, we, we, don't far, we don't stay too far away from where the Ted Lasso um, shows film, mate. So I got down to Richmond a few times and had a look around there, mate. But, um, yeah, slowly but surely, mate, I've sort of uh, been sort of drinking a bit of English breakfast tea. So there you go. I must be turning to a pond, mate. Oh, it's great to catch up, get an insight yeah. into the Test Series, which, of course, um, your English side, which you're part of the coaching team, were victorious. Uh, Steve, thanks for taking time out to join us on Sports Day. It's been enjoyable. Yeah, my pleasure, Sats, and, and great to chat, as always, to both yourself and, and Badge. Yeah, Suncorp Car Insurance, winner of CanStar's Outstanding Claims Awards, seven years in a row. We've got Chris Nelson coming up next, Racing Queensland. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Sats and the Tab Queensland Constellations Harness Carnival is here. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858. Chris Nelson is on the line. How are you, Nelson? Going well, thanks, Sat. So, hi to you, hi to Badge. Yeah, mate. How to go on the weekend? Tell us everything. Sunny coast. I know we had a win uh, at Sunny Coast. Oh, good win on the Sunny Coast. We did. Uh, very, very exciting horse at the Sunny Coast yesterday. Debuted by the name of Larrikin Rogue, who uh, we did mention last week. At well, he's owned by one really, of our really colleagues, well. isn't he? He's owned outright. Well, by he's one of owned our by a few of them. Yeah. Actually, uh, Sats. He's owned by uh, Mark Braybrook. Uh, yeah. Well, when I say owned, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, Paddy Welsh has got a share. Brixie's got a share. Jeez. Yeah. Um, the only people that haven't, I think, are us three. But anyway, that's the way it goes. But their share starts with a zero. So they can't get too carried away. But uh, There's exciting. a few zeros after the point too, isn't there? Isn't there a zero <laughs> point zero? There is. Zero, 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 there is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they won't be retiring from their current jobs on their prize money, but it's very exciting, and it's not all about that. It's about getting involved and um, and being an owner and the social side of it, which is really, really good. So good luck to them, and they got a good one there with Larrick and Rogue. Everyone thought that uh, he'd win easily. Well, he missed a start by three lengths, over 1,000 metres, and it didn't look good, but Steph Thornton, to her credit, she didn't panic. She just sat the horse out the back of the field, got to the outside in the straight, and she ran them all down. So a great effort for a debut run. Yeah, so the weekend all oh, it was uh, Eagle Farm on Saturday. Was it Doom? Eagle Farm. Yep. And uh, and a pretty good meet. Yeah, it was. We had uh, doubles to Kyle Wilson, Taylor, and Ben Thompson in the jockeys ranks. So Tony Golan got a double as a trainer. He got, would you believe, uh, he got Honeypot home, who uh, has been promising for some time. Uh, Tony Golan's filly. She finally drew a gate. She charged at her stablemate, spiritualised late, and she arrived right on the line, and then he won the next race with a horse by the name of Tokariki Lad at $20, who has never, ever done anything first up in its life. 
And then on Saturday, Toka Ricky Lad happened to win first up. So good day for Tony Gollum. Beautiful, beautiful. And um, I, the country, a couple of weeks ago, it was the Rockhampton Cup. Is it Mackay this weekend? Oh, Mackay Gold yep. Cup. Yep, spot on. Spot on, Badge. We go to Mackay this week for the $150,000 Mackay Cup on Saturday afternoon and the Whit Sunday Guineas. So a big day at Mackay. But before we get to there, we race at Rockhampton uh, tomorrow. Ipswich on Wednesday. Townsville on Thursday. Gatton on Friday. Uh, Saturday, we race at Doombin, the Gold Coast. Mackay, as I mentioned, and, and Toowoomba in the TAB zone. But there's also a meeting at Bundaberg for the people up that way. Bundaberg Cup. And the Lightning, a big day at Bundaberg. It's a non-tabber, ah. but if you're in the area, I reckon that'd be a great day out. And I think, for memory, I think uh, Steph Thompson, uh, sorry, Steph Thornton, Ben Thompson, and Tony Gollan are all heading up as guests for the Bundaberg Cup. Nice, only four hours north of Brizzy, so not that Mackay Gold far. Cup. Honestly, one of the great weekends if you've never been in the Mackay Gold Cup. I can't remember the one. I think day we should send you there, there, Sats. Yeah. We should send you up this weekend. Mm. On a, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. It's a great weekend. <laughs> We won't tell your partner or your wife. Or, <laughs> or both. Uh, <laughs> Chris Dawson, Racing Queensland, the Tab Queensland Constellations. We'll see Australia's harness stars shine bright this winter in Queensland. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Talk to you during the week, Nelson. Will do. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. This is, this is Sports Day. Badge and Sats, Kia EV6 and Sportage voted Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, we'll wrap it all up with the last blast and some big news overseas, Badge, in relation to the Tour de France. Yeah, Michael Matthews, Aussie rider, won the uh, won stage fourteen. Yeah, get this, one hundred and ninety-two point five kilometres at speed. Uh, so that was on uh, on Saturday from um, Saint Etienne to Mende, which uh, and it was super super hot. They yeah they had a heat wave in parts of Europe across the world. I think it was hitting forty degrees yesterday in uh, in England, and uh, and it was it was steaming too. He actually he dedicated it to his four year old daughter, but he said his wife inspired him. She said, "Why don't you try something different? Why don't you do something different than everyone else does?" And he went, "I don't know what he did. He would go out early or late, whatever he did, it worked." Um, and maybe she meant just pedal harder <laughs> and it worked. And yeah. he, yeah, I think, you know, I think he took a good lead and he hang, hung on really well. So yeah, a lot great of gr- stuff. Written determination. I think it was his first tour stage win, I think about five years for yeah, him as well. Yeah. 21 stages, 21 stages. So right. still a fair, fair few climbers. Oh, I know. To go on the Brisbane Ooh. Lions, they edge closer to the top of the ladder. 40 point win over GWS Suns. Unfortunately, they got smashed by the Bombers at Marvel Stadium badge after a good win last weekend. Yes. I was yes. watching I'm watching Carlton really closely, Michael Voss. They've had a great season this year, real big turnaround, and uh, many are anticipating they, they could be there in the end, but I think they're just going to miss out. But the Brisbane Lions, you know what? They're just always dropping short, aren't they, badge? Each season, they're getting that top two. They just can't get they to the big dance. They were up there with the favourites yeah. um, this year. You know, I let's play the spill a fair way to go, but they're there just is. off the pace. Yeah. Uh, that's for Elders Insurance. Hands-on support for our local community. It's our way of giving back. That's Sports Day for another Monday badge. See you tomorrow. See you then. Yeah, it's Australia's Most Wanted, the Kia EV6. It's badge and sats on Sports Day. And the Kia Sportage, both have been voted Cars of the Year. See you tomorrow. 
Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.